Welcome to the ASHP official podcast, your guide to issues related to medication use, public health, and the profession of pharmacy. Thanks for joining us in this episode of Practice Journeys, the podcast where we talk about career transitions, stepping outside of one's comfort zone, and chatting with pharmacists who work in unique and innovative practice areas. My name is Carol White, and today we'll be having a discussion with current women leaders about their perspectives on careers in pharmacy informatics. We are so excited to have Ellen Sakaris, Doina Dimitru, and Alex Hesketh here with us today to share their stories and advice on leadership in pharmacy informatics. This podcast is sponsored by the Section of Pharmacy Informatics and Technology, or SOPIT, who connects pharmacy informaticists who share common professional interests and goals. SOPIT advocates for interfacing information technology and medication use to improve safety, efficiency, and patient care. Our podcast participants today are a truly impressive group of women leaders in SOPIT who have been recognized by their peers time and time again for their sustained service and contributions to advance the profession. So let's get started. For our participants, by way of introduction, please tell us about your background, how you got into pharmacy informatics as a career, and what your role is within your organization. Ellen, let's start with you. Thank you, Carol, uh, for inviting me to participate in the ASHP podcast, and very honored to be here today with my fellow women leaders in pharmacy informatics, Alex and Duelina. I began my pharmacy career in retail pharmacy working my way up from pharmacy tech to pharmacy manager. Then moved to the PBM and pharma industries, working in managed care, contracting and strategy, product management, and marketing. I've always enjoyed technology, working with data and automation, so I believe it was a natural progression to my current role, having responsibilities over the technologies that touches a medication within the clinical, financial, and operational systems. So why don't we go to you next and then Alex? So for me, my journey actually started right out of pharmacy school and with my first role as the pharmacy lead for my organization's EMR uh, development and install project. Now, the EMR just so happened to be epic and the development effort was actually for their brand new inpatient EMR CPOE system, pharmacy system, which is now called Willow, and their oncology module, Beacon. It was absolutely the, um, what a way to start your career. Uh, pharmacy informatics didn't really exist back then. We had pharmacy IT roles, but informatics was brand spanking new. And this role ended up changing my life and my career path, Um, uncovered this whole new world of tech that spoke to both talents I didn't even know I had and interests like like no other clinical specialty did. It also ended up opening new doors and opportunities for me that honestly had never existed, certainly for me before, but maybe for others as well, including speaking and writing engagements, one of which ended up being the pharmacy informatics primer, which I did author several years after starting this role, but it is currently being used as a textbook in many pharmacy schools. So eventually, career progression-wise, later discovered a passion for people leadership and development, went back, got my MBA, and then took 
progressive roles in a variety of different healthcare settings and organizations. And then six years ago, I made the second biggest career move in my life, and I moved to MedTech, where I am currently serving as a Senior Director of Medical Affairs in BD's Medication Management Systems Business Unit. I don't really call what I do every day informatics anymore. It's more focused on new technology development and workflow optimization, but it's definitely a natural progression in my career journey and allows me to serve uh, with my passion for health tech. Now I'm Alex Heskett. I am currently a clinical pharmacy informatics manager at the Cleveland Clinic. My background is that I grew up in Southern California, completed my doctorate of pharmacy at Loma Linda University, then went on to do two years of health system pharmacy administration residency at the University of Iowa, and then accepted my current position. I really found the love for informatics during my residency experience. Um, through that HSPA program, I was able to complete my master's in health informatics. And while I had always had an interest in medication safety, I realized through that master's degree and also just through my rotations as a resident that I really loved finding ways to fix the problems that we found that could improve patient care and patient safety. And so I knew informatics was the way I wanted to go. Um, so I'm still a little bit early in my career here, but I have been in my current role for about three years and I really just love that one change can impact thousands of patients at one time. That's amazing. Thank you, guys. It's so neat to hear everybody's background and where you came from and kind of how you got into your role. So I appreciate you sharing that. I think it leads really nicely into our next question, which is how is your role within your organization unique? And maybe, you know, tell us a little bit about how it was developed or what drew you to that position in the first place, because I know a lot of your roles are very different. And so would love to hear a little bit more about that. Uh, Doina, we'll start with you and then pass it over to Alex and then on to Ellen. You bet. Thanks, Carol. So I am in a very unique role, I would say, certainly for our profession, but it's also just so happens to me a rather unique role in the world of med tech. So I serve in medical affairs, which is a function uh, that is very familiar and very common in industry, but not so much med tech traditionally, more pharma. And so I think uh, I, I know that every time I get asked the question, well, what do you do? And I say med affairs, folks immediately think, um, think along those lines, you know, MSLs, those types of roles. So this function is definitely newer in med tech. And I actually have the privilege right now of um, in our company, at least, because our business unit focuses so heavily on medication technology, we're almost on that cutting edge of developing medical affairs for pharmacy and medication technologies. It's an absolutely amazing place to be. The role I'm in now didn't exist three years ago before I took it. And uh, I've really had the opportunity to certainly shape my own role, which is always, always a lot of fun, scary and fun, but um, also shaping the type of work we get involved in, the type of projects we get involved in and, and support. So just to give an example, um, you know, certainly I do a lot of traditional things that 
typical medical affairs uh, professionals do. So for example, I lead research efforts, very typical type of work there. But on the flip side, the other part of my job is very heavily involved in uh, specifically medication management innovation, technology innovation efforts. And so I work very closely with our engineers, our developers, and our business stakeholders to translate. And that's a lot of what my job is as well, is translating and bringing forward the needs that clinicians and patients have in medication automation, bringing those needs forward to our engineers and business stakeholders, translating those into language that those um, non-clinicians understand so that we can then develop solutions that truly solve uh, the workflow issues and challenges that I know all of us on this call have dealt with professionally in our own careers and backgrounds. What drew me to that position, that was your other question there, Carol, is it was exactly this innovation piece. I feel like my entire career has been a pioneering career. I started uh, very early in, uh, in this field of pharmacy informatics, almost when it didn't exist. And I'd love to shape and create new things. And more importantly, very much like Alex mentioned, uh, and I suspect this is true for all of us, very much love to solve problems. And that's, that's honestly what drew me to, to this role and this unique, in, in a unique setting and almost a brand new function. My role is similar to what many hospitals or health systems have um, as an informatics manager, but I think what makes my role unique is just the breadth of what my team supports. Um, we have, we're a large health system and we continue to grow. Um, so my team reports up to the pharmacy department, which I really appreciate and love that pharmacy informatics is included in the pharmacy department. All of my team is made up of pharmacists as well as analysts who mostly were previously pharmacy technicians and moved into this advanced role and really love the opportunity to see their career development. We own our primary application, so we're also an Epic institution, so that's Willow, um, but we also work hand-in-hand with many of our other informatics teams because we own everything related to medications. So members of my team also build within Beacon. They build all the order sets. They are in the ambulatory space, they're everywhere. So we're just, we're very integrated with every other informatics team. And I think that is a unique thing for my role. Currently we're supporting 14 hospitals that use our electronic medical record. And we have five more that we'll be bringing live in the next calendar year. So that is also a unique thing that we just continue to grow. Um, and we're, I'm continually learning about how to do um, installs of the electronic medical record. One of the things that I think was unique for me um, and drew me to this role is the unique management experience that you get as an informatics manager. Everything is project-based, which is different than having more of like an operational manager role where it might be more shift-based of figuring out what to do in that shift. It's now 30 people all working on multiple unique projects. And I think that is something that was really unique to this role. And it drew me into this position as well, um, is that it was more on that project management side, as well as just that love for informatics. So my role began at RWJ Barnabas Health as a pharmacy clinical financial analyst, tongue twister. 
uh, back in, in 2009. I didn't know it was unique at the time. Uh, when I was hired as the corporate pharmacist reviewing the medication reimbursement denials and appeals. Well, my responsibilities increased over the years, having system oversight. Started with the standard pharmacy CDM for all the acute care hospitals, but then project management is similar to Alex and Doina, and then EHR go live support. Also built and maintained our system smart pump library, and of course all the regulatory platforms. But uh, this position, the idea for this position came from hundreds of thousands of dollars getting recouped by a serendipitous encounter between a biller and a pharmacist one day who was attending a meeting at our business office. If this was by chance, what amount could potentially be recovered if we had a dedicated pharmacist working our business office? So I heard about this position and thought what an amazing opportunity this would be to incorporate my pharmacy, managed care, my financial background. And it also didn't hurt having that investigative nature that many of our pharmacists and passion for data analytics. That's fantastic. I, I want to come and shadow each one of you. I want to come to your jobs and just learn a little bit more about what you do. So um, I think it's cool to hear about these different positions because sometimes you don't know what you don't know. And so just hearing about these different opportunities can be really great for new or new pharmacists or, or for folks that are kind of looking for where their niche could be. It's really encouraging to hear about these innovative positions. So talk to me a little bit about um, some of the biggest challenges and opportunities you've encountered on your journey to this role. I mean, it hasn't always been easy, but I know that there have been some really great opportunities that you've taken advantage of to get to where you are. So if you could share a little bit about that, that would be super helpful, I think, for our listeners. Uh, we'll start with Alex and then go to Ellen and then finish with Doina. So Alex, take it away. Sure. Um, I think my biggest challenge is maybe something that many of us can relate to, especially in the informatics space. Um, I had been in my position about six months when the pandemic hit. I was still getting to know my team. I was in my first management job out of residency and all of a sudden we got shifted to work from home. And while I had done, you know, virtual meetings here and there, like it was a whole new experience to get to know my team because I was still just building that foundation with them as well as move into how to learn how to connect a team and lead them from a remote fashion. And that was a very unique challenge that presented itself. I thought, sure, at some point in informatics, I'll have a job where I work from home. Did not imagine it would happen in the first six months of my career um, and then have to move forward from there. So I honestly think that was one of my biggest challenges was just I had to take everything that I had learned and repurpose it into a remote fashion and into this remote world that many of us now live in. And that was a very unique time. We were fully remote for quite a bit of time, 18 months, I think it was. Um, then we came back to the office a couple of days a week and we have recently made the transition back to being fully remote. Um, so it's been a little bit of an ebb and flow, but we are now fully a remote team. And so I'm continuing to just develop my skills, find resources. And it's a ongoing challenge that has become easier over time, but it's still always trying to find new ways to engage the team. I think one of the biggest opportunities that I've had in my current position was the ability to develop new curriculum for the health informatics course in the Masters of Pharmacy practice that our health system pharmacy administration residents complete. Their current course um, was more 
health informatics focused versus being more pharmacy informatics focused. And so they brought it to us and said, hey, can you rewrite the curriculum? And I had previously done a lot of student teaching and I have a huge interest in teaching. So I was like, yes, absolutely. I will take this project. And it was just a very unique opportunity for me. I worked with some course developers to create a fully remote class, um, wrote all some of the lectures, worked with a lot of my team to help with writing those lectures. But we followed a patient from an ambulatory clinic visit into an emergency department, into an inpatient stay, and then into a retail pharmacy and just talked about where is informatics in all of these spaces. And it was a really unique opportunity. The course just ran for the first time earlier this year. And so I was able to teach it and coordinate the course as well. And that was a really fun and unique experience for me. So one of my biggest challenges actually occurred when I, this is many years ago, but when I was asked to fill a, fill in for a vacant marketing position where I need to quickly get up to speed on all of the non-clinical, non-pharmacy related aspects of launching a new drug. I was definitely a new, but what a rewarding experience it was for me. Never thought when I was in pharmacy school that one day I would be revealing the strategic business plan to our account managers. Although this is one of my biggest challenges, I got a most unexpected opportunity of a lifetime to bring a new drug to market. It doesn't look even a bit like what I do now, but definitely opened me up to a new network of colleagues, especially a select few who had inspired and guided me to where I am today. So for me, um, I think ref uh, reflecting pro very likely, we'll start with the challenge and then we'll move to the opportunity. But I think biggest challenge for me honestly came early on in my career and that was really, uh, perhaps it's almost a cliche at this point, but it's it's my experience. It was being a woman pioneer in a very male-dominated field. Um, when I started out, I was often one of the only women in pharmacy at pharmacy informatics gatherings. And unfortunately, the environment at the time required some pretty intense focus and even honestly, mentoring, just to learn how to navigate that successfully. It, it took a little while. But I, I'll never forget, I had a breakthrough aha moment and, um, and that came when I was very early in the writing of the Pharmacy Informatics Primer book. And my editor had sent around the book proposal to a few peer reviewers for feedback and comments. All of them were male. All of them were in traditional pharmacy IT roles. And the feedback that was given on the proposal was very mixed, as it often is for proposals like this. It's to be expected. But one reviewer ended up having their email comments sent to me unedited. <laughs> And they said this, it's something that I, I've never forgotten even uh, 15 plus years later. Who's Doina Dumitru and has anyone ever heard of her? Now, for good or bad, that lit a fire in my belly for both the emerging field I was helping shape and form and for women that were in my position. There weren't a lot of us at the time, 
but I def it definitely sparked something that built and built and built. Eventually, that spark uh, led me to my other passion that I continue to champion to this day, which is mentoring and building emerging leaders, uh, especially with a focus on women leaders in our profession. Now, so that that's the challenge when I reflect back on our maybe my biggest opportunity. I have to say it really was taking a leap and doing what I call my big career change. And that was leaving the very familiar, uh, very well, <laughs> relatively well-running, well-oiled machine that I had going in health system leadership in my role at the time and moving to a med technology role. But honestly, it opened up doors that I didn't know existed, that I never had dreamed would ever come my way. And I touched on this earlier, but uh, I do work today that honestly impacts millions of patients and clinicians across the, the globe. It gives me chills every single time that I think about. And it's something that I would never have thought that, you know, starting back from those early years of challenges and 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 hard things to work through, I never would have thought um, I'd have the opportunity to do what I do today. Well, this is really inspiring to me. So I appreciate you sharing your stories with me because I think it's really neat to hear about the different obstacles you had to overcome and just the opportunities that you've created or that have been created on your behalf. I think, Joanne, I think it's specifically about how do we advocate for women in these positions is just really encouraging and inspiring. So I appreciate for those of you that have pioneered and have worked so hard to get us to this point, we appreciate all that you've done. And I think that kind of leads us to this next question and thinking about your professional journey thus far. And I know we've got people at, at all ranges of where that kind of spectrum is. Tell me a little bit about what you're most proud of. Um, and not just that, but what's next? What do you hope to achieve? Is there something that you're still kind of striving for? Because I think it's always healthy for us to think about what's that next step that we should be shooting for. So, um, Alex, we'll start with you and then we'll go to Ellen and then to Duena. Yeah, I think um, being early in my career and also early just in informatics, the biggest thing that pops into my mind of things I'm proud of is I just completed my first electronic medical record install at a site, um, leading that project all the way through. Um, I've done multiple upgrades, but this was on a whole other level of project management and coordination and just figuring out when does the old system turn off and the new one turn on and how does that impact pharmacy practice? And it was a huge project that took a couple years to get the build done and get it moving forward. Um, but it was a very successful go live and one of the largest projects that I've had to manage. Um, got five more sites, like I mentioned earlier, to bring live this year. So I'll continue to get more practice at it and keep going. Um, but that was one of the things I think I'm most proud of in my current role right now. When I think about what I want to still achieve, I think I really would like to see someone in my own department be able to move up the career ladder and move into more of a leadership role and have myself be able to play a part in that development for them. I love my background of having completed an HSPA residency and then moving into management, but I think the most balanced team has those that did the HSPA residency route and those that had the route where they moved up the career ladder into a management role. 
And I would love to see someone on my team be able to move up into being a team leader um, and to be able to be a part of that journey, I think is something I would love to accomplish. Oh, that's great, Alex. So I'm most proud of showing my pharmacy students the vast opportunities within pharmacy because I work in corporate pharmacy, uh, which actually resulted in their decision to enter pharmacy informatics as a career. I was not expecting it, and I was blown away by it. So that was a wonderful feeling. I still hope to achieve something that sounds like my colleagues have already done, so I may reach out to you guys. But we're also working through several more EHR go-lives over the next few years, but I would love to create a PGY2 in pharmacy informatics. I believe there's definitely a growing demand for informaticists, but still limited number of these pharmacy residency opportunities. But I hope to be able to provide that as another avenue for our future pharmacists. Well, Carol, I think some of the themes that I'll touch on, my colleagues have touched on as well. So I think it says a lot about the field we're practicing in and the passion that we have for our profession. So for me, what I am most proud of, uh, hands down, without a shadow of a doubt, are the many pharmacists, residents, and students have had the privilege of teaching and mentoring over the years. Uh, Specifically, those who discovered informatics on a rotation or maybe even a a, uh, discovery chat about my career or other careers in, in the field. And then more importantly, watching these professionals go on to do incredible things in our field. I honestly continue to watch and follow them in awe, and I celebrate every time one of them showcases a new innovation or achieves a new role leading big change in our profession. It's an incredible thing to watch. Uh, For me, what's next? I think we're, frankly, just at the beginning of yet another healthcare tech transformation inflection point. I'm deeply involved in emerging technology development where we're trying to figure out how to best support uh, what has turned out to become often tired and overworked clinicians with new solutions that make their lives a little bit easier and ultimately frees them up to practice at the top of their license. That's what I'm currently working on. And that's the big, big audacious goal that, um, that I'd like to do next. That's super exciting. I, I appreciate y'all sharing that because I think it's good to take time to celebrate the wins and reflect back over what we've done and, and where we've come from, but then thinking about what are those big goals? What are those next big ideas? And I will take a minute to selfishly say each one of you have impacted my career in some way, shape, form, or fashion. So I appreciate the all, all the things that you have done to, to impact pharmacy informatics for those of us who are still trying to find our way. And that kind of takes me to my last question. Um, And this is the question that I'll be taking notes on. So uh, it's what advice would you give to a colleague interested in pursuing a leadership role in pharmacy informatics or advice you would give to your fellow ASHP colleagues who may be looking at informatics or or where to go next in this field? So Ellen, we'll start with you and then go to Doina and then end with Alex. Great, thanks. So for 
any new pharmacist, I always say gain practical experience first as a pharmacist. Definitely need to understand the workflow and all the just being a pharmacist. Uh, however, if for those who are later in their careers, like some of us here, uh, I definitely did not expect to be in pharmacy informatics later on in my career, but we can volunteer and take the lead on a project or chair a collaborative. It's, it's always okay to not know everything, but be willing to learn a new skill. Does not necessarily need to be learning a new programming language that I don't know, like R, SQL, or Python. I hear those words, but it's okay. Um, also, expect to be nimble, adaptive to unforeseen changes, especially what occurred in the past couple of years but continue to be curious, ask questions. And definitely I like to advocate, we, we need to advocate the role of a pharmacy informaticist to the C-suite. It's, it's different uh, at each individual organization, but I believe that if we make ourselves more visible, go into presentations, offer to present a new topic, I, I think that would be valuable for everyone. And for me, I'll, uh, my comments will be additive to what Ellen shared because those are exceptional, exceptional uh, pieces of advice for, for emerging informaticist leaders. Um, from my perspective, I like to say that first and foremost, if you are pursuing, frankly, a leadership role of, in any field, this is, probably goes for a lot of things, but probably the best piece of advice I can give is take very intentional steps in learning how to lead well. It will probably be one of the hardest things you'll ever have to learn to do. Uh, look for great to be your standard. And that alone will open doors that you've never, you never dreamed existed. I think second would be develop a career roadmap with both short-term and long-term goals. And very importantly, don't just have maybe jobs or roles on that roadmap, but be very intentional and very specific and have some really serious conversations with yourself and self-assessments on what skills do you need to develop over time that will help you achieve those goals. Skills are critical. And then obviously, just like a technology roadmap, that career roadmap is going to evolve over time because you'll get exposed to different projects, different settings, initiatives. But having that in place just brings some focus to areas that you need to work on now that will get you ready for what will come in the future and your future roles. And I think the third thing is don't be shackled by pharmacy tradition. Uh, pharmacists now serve in an incredibly diverse set of ways and roles. And honestly, quite a few of which never existed certainly 10, 15 years ago. And, and since the pandemic, there are at least a few roles that didn't exist three years ago. Now, and it's usually the roles outside of your comfort zone and maybe even your career roadmap that end up setting us up for amazing new opportunities and achievements later. 
My advice builds off of both of those answers as well and can be summed up in find and use your resources that are available to you. Um, if you're thinking about going into an informatics role, um, spend some time shadowing the informatics team that you have at your site. If you have one that's available to you, look into the resources from the SOPIC Committee of ASHP. There's so much out there that can expose you to the field. If you're considering pursuing a leadership role in pharmacy informatics, I would definitely say buff up on your project management skills. I spent many years learning how to be a pharmacist in school and then a couple of years learning how to be a pharmacy manager, but neither of those really honed in on informatics-based work, which is really in project management. It's very different kind of management role um, and finding resources and learning how to manage the multitude of projects that will come your way will be huge. There's always going to be projects. They could be break fix and need to happen right away. They could be optimizations that are going to take some time. But as the leader, it's your job to guide the team and manage those projects and make sure the correct work is getting done and when. Um, so I would say definitely find those resources, see what's available to you, and spend some time diving into those before you jump into that next role. Great. Well, thank you all. And really, that's all the time we have for today. Um, I just, again, want to thank Ellen, Doina, and Alex for joining us today. Thank you for sharing your advice, your stories, a little bit about your journeys and the wisdom that you have to share with so many of us who are listening. Um, I also want to echo Alex's comment about encouraging you to check out the ASHP Informatics Resources Center, um, where you can find exclusive offerings, ex including articles, standards, and guidelines, as well as a lot of different practice tools for pharmacy informatics and healthcare technology-related topics. So thank you again for tuning in to this session of Practice Journeys, and please join us again for future podcasts with SOPIC colleagues. Thanks and have a great day. Thank you for listening to ASHP Official, the voice of pharmacists advancing healthcare. Be sure to visit ashp.org forward slash podcast to discover more great episodes, access show notes, and download the episode transcript. If you loved the episode and want to hear more, be sure to subscribe, rate, or leave a review. Join us next time.